Well, the U.S. has escalated a trade war with China, hiking tariffs on some $200 billion worth of Chinese exports just hours after a trade talks failed to produce any sort of breakthrough. Now, tariffs on the targeted exports increased from 10 to 25 percent today, prompting a swift rebuke from Beijing. The Chinese government expressing, quote, deep regret over the development and pledged to take necessary countermeasures. Let's welcome in Ian Lee, business professor from the Sprott School of Business at Carleton University. For more on this, he joins us on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Ian, nice to speak with you again. My pleasure, Jeff. First off, uh, President Trump, he has always claimed to be a tough negotiator and a counterpuncher. Is that what he is doing here? Are these tariffs, are they a a smart strategy in your opinion? Um, Normally, I'm not a supporter of tariffs. Uh, Anyone who studies tariffs knows that they fall on the consumer's of the country that issues the tariffs. So President Trump is uh, issuing the tariffs or signing the executive order to approve the tariffs. They'll be charged on Chinese goods entering the United States, and that will ultimately be paid by American consumers. And that's why most people that study trade don't like tariffs. And that's why for the last 70 years, since the end of the Second World War, the, uh, the GATT and then the WTO, the World Trade Organization, has tried to reduce and eliminate tariffs because they hurt trade, reduce jobs, reduce standard of living, and so forth. Now, Jeff, let me just – now it's almost going to sound like I'm contradicting myself, okay. but there is a provision in the WTO in very special circumstances to use and issue tariffs, and that's where another country is cheating. And cheating is defined very carefully as dumping. Dumping is where you sell the goods from your country to another country at below your cost of production. Now, what the Chinese have been doing, according to the Americans, and there's many who agree with this, since they joined the WTO, they've done several things. They were uh, manipulating the currency to keep it low, to give their exporters a, a competitive advantage. That's against the rules. They were uh, uh, stealing uh, intellectual property from American companies. They were forcing technology transfer from American companies to Chinese companies when they located or set up business in China. And finally, of course, they subsidized, the Chinese government subsidizes state-owned enterprises, and they're one-third of all the corporations in China, which is an unfair competitive advantage. So in this instance, and the Chinese in the negotiations in the last 60 days had promised to end a lot of these practices. Then at the 11th hour, only three or four days ago, and this is documented in Reuters, they uh, abrogated their own promises to the American administration to reform their practices. And so, in other words, they're going back to where they started at the beginning of the negotiations. And so Trump has decided... I'm not here to defend Trump, by the way. I'm just explaining, interpreting. He decided that the only thing that they can do is to hit the Chinese by by putting tariffs on Chinese goods. Yes, American consumers will pay it, but it's going to make the Chinese goods much more expensive. And the idea is that, that you're going to discourage American consumers from buying the product in the first place. Yeah, well, I was going to ask you that. In a strange way, does this not help uh, American products and American jobs? Because if these Chinese products are more expensive and uh, maybe are now market price, uh, does that uh, give uh, more of a fair playing field to American businesses? Yes, yes. And and, and I'm just sorry, I'm being careful here because 
some of your listeners may think I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth. I'm saying tariffs are bad, and then I'm saying, well, they're okay. But the reason why is we it's considered not okay to put, impose tariffs just because the other guy, your competitor, is more uh, efficient than you are. That's not a legitimate reason for tariffs. The reason for tariffs is when a particular country is cheating under the rules of the WTO. And in this instance, there is very substantial evidence that the Chinese government is cheating under the rules of the WTO. All right, so uh, I guess the next logical question, Ian, is uh, why doesn't uh, the WTO enforce their rules? Why don't they penalize uh, the, the Chinese uh, government? Why is it up to the U.S. to invoke uh, tariffs, which uh, could, could ultimately hurt? Uh, excellent, excellent question. The, the WTO is a, a treaty, basically. Yes, it's an organization that collects all kinds of statistics, um, and they measure and monitor the trade flows, etc. But at the end of the day, they're not a country. They don't have their own courts, I mean, in the sense that they can go in and on their own prosecute. So they leave the enforcement up to individual countries that feel that they've been uh, hurt by uh, unfair practices. So there is a provision to take that company to court, a WTO court, although really it doesn't have teeth because if China chooses to ignore the rulings of a WTO court, there's nothing anybody can do. So the other solution is to, for uh, uh, for the country that has experienced the loss from the cheating is for that country to then impose tariffs. So to summarize really quickly, tariffs are okay in special circumstances where another country is cheating, but they're not okay just because your companies are not as competitive as another country's companies. All right. As I mentioned off the top, the Chinese government is uh, pledging to take, quote, necessary countermeasures. How, if at all, could all of this uh, affect uh, Canadians and the Canadian economy? Uh, Very good point. Just very quickly, uh, to mention an important fact, it's going to be difficult for the Chinese to put and put pain on the Americans because the Chinese export five times as much to the states as the states exports to China. But it's an excellent point question because, as we all know, we're in the middle of this, if you will, because of the, the, the capture, the arrest of the CFO of Huawei. And, and, and so we're, we've got our own problems with the Chinese government, and the Chinese government's retaliating against us by blocking some of our goods from entering China. So uh, what we've got to do, I think, we've got to uh, establish the highest level uh, negotiations between our prime minister and their president, I think, to achieve a political resolution. Our problems are, are not exactly the same. I mean, the Chinese are enraged that we uh, captured and arrested um, Ms. Meng from Huawei, which is not the same issue that the Americans have with the Chinese. All right. Uh, turning the page here, I also wanted to ask you about the uh, IPO of Uber uh, today, which uh, debuted at $42 a share. That was below its uh, estimated IPO price of uh, $45. This was uh, touted as uh, being one of, uh, if not uh, the biggest initial public uh, offerings. Are you surprised that uh, it's uh, trading already uh, below estimates? Um, no, because, you know, if they'd come to market a year ago or maybe two years ago before they had competition in the marketplace, I think their IPO would have done better. Uh, but because of the competition, they now have competition. And then secondly, um, they've had to uh, incur a lot more uh, greater expenditures. And so they're running a big loss right now. So they're not as attractive as they were a year and a half ago, two years ago. I was hoping a couple of years ago they were going to issue shares, and I was going to buy some because I thought then it was a very good value. 
But now in the last year, because of the enhanced competition and the increased spending they've had to undertake, uh, the value is not as good. And so the market is discounting. You know, the share price is all about the value. In other words, is it going to make money in the future? Is it going to create more value in the future? And I think the market is saying, you know, Uber is not as attractive today as it was, say, a couple of years ago. They may have missed their uh, optimum window there. All right, Ian, I appreciate the time as always. Thank you so much, sir, and have a great weekend. Same to you. Thanks very much. There's Ian Lee, business professor with the uh, Sprott School of Business at Carleton University.